Three minutes it is before 8 p.m. Tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. Love to hear your thoughts. Send us those voice notes. We're on 060-552-7303. Joined on the line uh, by a senior reporter here at uh, the uh, public broadcaster, Chris Alden Lewis, who uh, for much of the last uh, few days or few weeks or so has been following closely uh, the um, developments at the uh, trial uh, into the murder of Senzo Meiwa. Chris Alda, good evening to you. Sasan Kunjan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, you know, yesterday we saw a lot of, um, you know, uh, yeah, reprimands both by the public and even Judge Maumela of uh, many of your colleagues in the media, uh, not crowning themselves in glory, I might add. But um, yeah, I guess today uh, back again in the courts. Uh, how did today unfold? Another bombshell, uh, Aya, in that uh, you would recall yesterday. Uh, the state prosecutor advocate, George Beloy, had basically asked uh, the state's third witness, Kumelo Masala, who is Senzumiwa's close friend, whether he could point out uh, any of the suspects that are currently, or the accused currently before court, as any of the men that were inside the house on the day that Senzumiwa was killed. Mm. So this morning, the court allowed that, and uh, we saw Masala point out accused number two, Bongani Tanzi, we know is going to be applying for bail next week, Thursday, as the person that Senzo Miniwa was pinning against the wall, according to Masala's version, on the day that Miniwa was killed and before the gunshot had gone off. So he basically says that Ndanti uh, was one of the intruders that was inside the house on the day that Miniwa was killed. And this is before he ran to the bedroom and locked himself in? That's right. That's what he says. He says um, at the time the first intruder came in demanding cell phones and was carrying a gun, he says Longo Twala managed to get up from the couch where they were sitting and pushed the first intruder, giving him an opportunity to um, run towards the uh, kitchen area. And that's where he saw uh, Meiwa pin the um, uh, second intruder, who he has identified as Bongani Tanzi, against the wall. And he says uh, he then ran uh, back towards the um, a bedroom area where he hid. And when he got there, um, after some time, uh, he then um, told his father managed to open the door for him using a spoon because he couldn't open it from inside. After he heard the voices of some of the occupants that were inside the house, those heads that he was with, and when he got out, he saw Sengami, you were lying on the floor, this was between the couch in the dining room mm. as well as the TV stand. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the re-entry, I don't know what, what else to call it, of um, Advocate uh, Defo. Uh, what circumstances gave rise to that? So much drama in this particular matter, I tell you. I have so many sideshows. So today we were very surprised when we got to court. And uh, just before we started, Advocate Manisela Defo arrived at court, he was robed, and we could see him speaking to the legal counsel of uh, the accused as well as the state prosecutor. So we couldn't go too close due to some of the court rules. And uh, when uh, court had started, in fact, before that happened, we saw that uh, uh, a T4 was heading towards the judge's chambers, and police followed. And moments later, the judge came in, and we then heard from... um, Advocate George Baloy that uh, T4 wanted to discuss with the judge 
uh, the controversial second docket 375, in which we believe Kelly Kumalo and the others that were inside the house at the time, uh, you know, are uh, suspects in that second docket. So uh, the judge was quite uh, unimpressed and uh, indicating that, um, you know, there needs to be some consensus. You cannot have that kind of chaos in the court. I mean, I understand from that point, uh, people had left and went to the judge president's uh, offices, I guess, to make a complaint. And ironically, tomorrow you would know that uh, there's also a ruling uh, in another matter involving him when the Legal Practice Council basically took uh, him to court, wanting him to be struck off uh, the uh, advocate's role over alleged misconduct in other matters outside of the Sengomiwa matter, mm-hmm. about 22 complaints against uh, people. So uh, when I spoke to him this afternoon, he says that uh, he feels that what the court is doing is unfair. Remember, he accused himself or withdrawn from the matter, stating that the court was biased. So uh, he came to court and the judge basically said when court started, as far as he was concerned, uh, he was withdrawn from the matter and he's got no indication also, uh, the current uh, legal representative for accused one to four, who took over after P4, uh, Titi Tobani, said that uh, he had no instruction from uh, any of his clients oh. or the families that um, P4 was allowed back onto the case. I mean, just in your own assessment, um, I mean, what do you make of all of these sideshows that um, are unraveling here? Because I guess, in addition to the Tefo matter, uh, there is what you said earlier on the pointing out by uh, um, the witness there, Mr. Madlala, of the second uh, accused, um, as you say, who was going to be you know, before the courts uh, to have his bail hearing sometime next week. It just mm. seems, you know, this is uh, always, I guess, a, a case that always has its own sort of pace and uh, uh, shifts and, and uh, a lot, I must say, that I don't understand about this. But based on today's, you know, uh, evidence from the witness box, uh, are we any wiser as to effectively what unfolded uh, in the minutes that, uh, well, I guess the minutes prior to the passing of Senzo Meiyu? I think everyone has been waiting for this moment to have one of the people inside the house at the time that Meiyu was killed, you know, give their version of events. But don't forget, it's already been challenged currently because... T.T. Tobane, who's already begun his cross-examination of, um, of Masala, basically says, or accuses him of lying, accuses him of being coached uh, before coming to court, mm. says that the version that he is giving is uh, one to basically, uh, you know, um, protect those that were inside the house at the time that Mayor was killed. You would have heard before court had adjourned today, T.T. Tobane basically saying, as far as he's concerned, and put it to Mashala, saying that as far as they're concerned, this is what has transpired. Longer Twala came into the house angry, and then there was a scuffle or an argument inside the house in which um, Longer Twala pulled out a gun. Now, this is according to what the defense is saying, and uh, when there was an argument or a scuffle that ensued between Central Meyua and Longer Twala, uh, Meiwa tried to take the gun mm. from uh, Twala. And then Twala, uh, he managed to do that and give it to Kelly Kumano. And uh, as per what the defense uh, is contending, they say that uh, that is when the gun went off. So what they're basically saying is that Meiwa was mistakenly shot. Mm. 
So that is what we're expecting to unfold even tomorrow. We're expecting more of that challenge when the uh, legal representative for accused number five, Advocate Sandile uh, Mshololo, you know, challenges what uh, Mashala is saying. Because the defense, remember, they contend that the people inside the house should have the answers to unlock what happens to Meiwa and not the current accused before the court. Maybe then, you know, the other element that I guess made it into the reportage coming out of the courts earlier on today was the, yeah. you know, uh, I guess I don't know what, what it would be called, sort of the character assessment of uh, Senzo Meiwa, which uh, at some stage ended up in a suggestion by one of the council that Senzo Meiwa had been in a, some form of a relationship both with Kelly Kumalo and her sister Zandile as well. What was the response of uh, Mr. Madlala to that? Look, I think, uh, you know, that really raised eyebrows and you could see from the gallery, you know, the um, uh, defense for accused uh, one to four. Titi Tobani says that Longwe Twala did not like the fact that um, there seems to have been something more happening between Zandi um, Kumano as well as Senzo uh, Iwa. Because I'm not asking Mashala to say, did he have any knowledge of the fact that Zandi Kumalo had lived with Kelly Kumalo and Senzo in Mabatin at their house? That's where it started, when Mazala basically said on the occasion previously, when he had visited Meiwa with his partner, um, he slept in the second bedroom. This is now a two-bedroom house. So he slept in the other bedroom. He has no knowledge of Zandi Kumalo living there. And at some point, Siti Kumalo said, well, he puts it to him that Senda Meiwa was in a sexual relationship with Sandy Kumalo as well. And at some point, according to what she says, Kelly Kumalo had asked her sister to keep an eye on Meiwa whenever she was out going to her gigs uh, and continuing with her music career. So uh, this was raised about a big price inside court. And to our surprise, what uh, Mashara says is that he cannot confirm or, con- or deny any of that, but he knows that sends or may well love women. And I mean, yeah. how, how big or not is that in the bigger scope of the other argument that is being made, which is, you know, that the story that Mazala is spinning about intruders into the house is, uh, you know, uh, effectively a, a figment of, um, you know, a very active imagination or just a fictionalized account of what effectively happened there. Look, from what, uh, you know, uh, the defense is uh, uh, contending, especially in cross-examination, they were saying there were no intruders. There were no two men that came inside the house. There was no robbery that had taken place. And, in fact, no one came there with a gun. It was long with Twilight that came with the gun. And, in fact, there had been an argument that ensued. Titi Tobane for accused one to four says, there was a witness that will come and testify who doesn't live far from the house of Makumalo, who is Gladys Kumalo, who is uh, Kelly Kumalo's mother, mm. who will come and testify that there been some noises coming from the house. In fact, there was an argument. There was commotion inside the house before the gun had gone off. So uh, as far as the defense is concerned, uh, Mashallah is lying. Uh, he's trying to contest a version of events uh, to protect those that are inside the house and that, uh, in fact, there was some scuffle that had taken place between 
uh, only those that were inside the house and uh, there was commotion and long Tala had basically come with uh, the gun and uh, somehow it had gone off mistakenly and that's how Sezen uh, was injured and subsequently passed on. Yeah. How you feel him? You feel him? Thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us. Pleasure. Thank you.